Outrageous! What happened tonight? This is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees. Shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in in a fourth quarter. Like how to play the game? Tome Naga, perimeter right, contested three, good. With Heidi right in his face, and he will dribble up to half court. He won't attempt the shot. There's no need. Nebraska will win and beat the number one team in the country by the final score of 88 to 72. If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. Now back to Gilbert, left side to Momchilovic, left of the lane, spinning, turnaround jumper, good! Milan Momchilovic hit the dirt fadeaway. 55-53 Iowa State. How about the freshman? That's going to do it. And Iowa State knocks off number two Houston, 57-53. to 53. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back, it's a complete crap. Hour three, Toby and TJ with you. A1 fajitas and turkey, bacon, T-Row in the morning show here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. It is a big night. Tonight! Sooner men, 8 o'clock tip in Fort Worth. First road game in Big 12 play. Tonight! Sooner women at Kansas State. Trying to stay perfect. They're off to a 3-0 and start. But they got to deal with Ioka Lee tonight. She set an NCAA record against him in Manhattan a couple of years ago. K-State, I believe, ranked number 12 in the nation for the women. Tonight! Thunder in action. They are on the road again, wrapping up a road trip 6.30 in Miami. No Jimmy Butler for this one. Tonight! Tulsa on the road at Charlotte, 6 o'clock tip, trying to get their first win in the American. And... ORU is home, 7 o'clock tip against South Dakota tonight. So you got stuff going on. you got hoops all over the place tonight, TJ, all over the place. All right, have you watched TCU this year? Hello? Sorry, what would you ask me? I was answering a question off the air for Darla. Oh, okay. Have you watched TCU this year? Uh, Yes, the other night. Who did they play? Oh, no, the Kansas, Kansas. game on Saturday, yes. Thoughts? Uh, they were impressive. I thought they were uh, much better than I expected them to be. So they're that's a, it's a good team. Good team. Not yep. that I didn't expect them to be good. I mean, Jamie Dixon always has good teams, but they better than I even ex- expected them to look. So 
TCU falls into that category of about eight teams in the Big 12 going into conference play that they have an impressive record. And Oklahoma's in this category, too. They have an impressive record, but you're like, I don't know how good they really are until they get into league play. Uh, I think we said Houston and Kansas, we believe they're legit Final Four contenders. There's a couple of teams at the bottom that I think just aren't, you know, it's not their year. And then there's about eight to ten teams right in the middle. Uh, Oklahoma, TCU, Baylor, BYU, Kansas State, Iowa State, Cincinnati. Uh, I'm leaving some out. Who Texas, Texas Tech, who had good con- uh, non-conference runs, but you're like, hey, let's let's see, all right, let's see. TCU is eleven and three. Their three losses are to Clemson. In that, remember there was a game in Toronto, randomly in non-conference play. Clemson beat them up there by eight. Clemson's got a good squad this year. They lost to Nevada in Hawaii. TCU was in the Diamond Head Classic over Christmas. Uh, Steve Alford's team got them up there by thirteen over there, out there, and Kansas. Controversial two-point loss Saturday in their Big 12 opener. They don't really have a great win. I mean, their non-conference wins, TJ, were over Southern, Omaha, UTRGV, Mississippi Valley State, Alcorn State, Houston Christian, one-point win at Georgetown, Arizona State. That might be their best win. Not sure how good Arizona State is this year. Old Dominion, Hawaii, and A&M Commerce. You know? So you're like, "Mm, just don't know. And they played, I mean, the best indication is they could have, maybe should have beaten Kansas and Allen Field. So you got to be good to do that. You got to be good to do that. They, uh, They appear to be very athletic. They turned over Kansas 18 times on Saturday. So, again, good defensive team. If you look at the season stats, don't shoot the three great. Just a 33% three-point shooting team, which isn't very good. They were better than that against Kansas, though, on Saturday. Good rebounding team, but they got dominated by the Jayhawks on the boards. Minus 12 at Kansas on the boards. Emmanuel Miller, who's been a role player for them, kind of just a tough guy forward. I'd say in the Jalen Moore category the last couple of years for them. Now they're leading score at over 16 points a game. Micah Peavy's still there. Micah Peavy started his career at Tech, went to TCU. He's still there. He's averaging over 11 points a game. Avery Anderson is still playing college basketball. The former Cowboy guard out at TCU averaging over nine points a game. He's fast. They are athletic. Uh, The Kansas big man, Uday, who came off the bench for Bill Self last year, Ernest Uday, he transferred to TCU. Seven-footer, 6'11", big body in the middle. He's, he's, he doesn't score a bunch, 
but he blocks shots, he gets rebounds, he they'll throw it to him at the rim and he'll dunk it 6'11", 260. They've got Jameer Nelson's boy, TJ, that they bring off the bench. Jameer Nelson has a son in college, oh, TJ. I was about to say... Was it? All it right. was Jameer Nelson that played big country, right? Yes. The Jameer Nelson and uh, Marcus. Can- and I got. I get my teams mixed up. Who did Jameer Nelson played for? St. Joe's. Now wasn't right. St. Joe's, right? Yes. And your and Delonte West. Were they on the same team together? That sounds right. Yeah, they, I know they had that great guard duo, and I think that's the two. I think you're right there. He's got a son in college who has transferred now to TCU. He he came off the bench, I think, against Kansas, but he has started 11 games this year, so I'm not sure if Gosh. if it's a strategy change or if he has had some health issues or Jameer if he'll start Nelson, tonight. Jameer Nelson, like Casey Thompson's age? I mean, the I son? feel old. No, I'm talking the Jameer father. Nelson. I just picture him as young still. So Drake Dyken says they did not play big country. Okay, they played the they played the other OSU team that was really good then. The uh, yeah, big country would have been way too long uh, ago. That would have been over uh, yeah, forty yeah, years ago. Sense. So big country played Marcus Camby in UMass, right? And and the uh, the other the OSU team that was really good went to the Final Four and everything. I think had to get through St. Joe's to get there. God, this is dangerously close to Barry Switzer category here, TJ. <laughs> Jameer Nelson. I'm going Oklahoma to his Wikipedia State. page. Joey, what was Joey's last name on that OSU team? Uh, Joey. Uh, uh, Bag of Bones. No, no, no. No, no that's no, not no. it. Uh, he was in the 04 draft, so yeah, you're right in that time. Joey Graham. Joey Graham. Uh, was it, am I right? Is that the right? St. Joe's from 2000 to 2004. OSU beat him 64-62 in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Jameer Nelson missed a shot uh, to win the game. Yeah, and it was Delonte West. Formed the best uh, backcourt, helping the uh, Hawks earn a number one seed in the tournament. Advanced to the Elite Eight. Yeah. Oklahoma State's John Lucas III hit a three-pointer with only a few seconds remaining. So, Hey, I mean, I feel like we did pretty good on that one. I got the I got the big country thing wrong, but we got a lot of right details in that. To remember Delonte West, that's something. Delonte West is so I picture Jameer Nelson still as twenty something years old, playing for the Magic, and even had some time with the Mavericks. Delonte West, I picture as an eighty year old man, just because of what he's gone through and he's had a rough he's had a rough life, man. Yeah, yeah. Chuck O'Bannon is still there. He's been there forever. He comes off the bench for them. Xavier Cork, big man, comes off the bench. Now, he was hurt against Kansas. Don't know if he'll be back. Uh, no, no, it was Jacoby Coles that didn't play against Kansas. Uh, second leading score at over 11 points a game. Not sure if he'll be back tonight or not. But anyway, they are long. They are athletic. They uh, aren't the best shooting team in the conference, but they crash the boards and uh, play much better, obviously, at home. OU has... Historically, and in Big 12 play, played very good in Fort Worth. But they've lost the last two there. And last year, they lost by a blowout there. A uh, member of... Uh, um, who was it that hit... Who hit the game winner? Um, the COVID season, TJ. Oh, Austin. Austin Reeves. Austin, Austin Reeves. Reeves hit it and then stared at the camera, yeah. Hit the game winner, and then that was it. That was the last game that they played. 
Didn't know it at the time, but it was the final game of the season. Austin Reeves in 2020 hits the walk-off game winner. They go to Kansas City then and never got down the court because of uh, COVID. Uh, but, yeah, historically, OU's played really good, 12-4 and four in Fort Worth record. But uh, lost, have lost the last two there. So this will be a good test. Um, first true road game of the year for OU. 15th game of the season. First true road game. Now, the North Carolina game was a virtual road game. 17,000 or so wearing Carolina blue. But technically, it was not in Chapel Hill. So tonight will be the first true road game. And uh, I would imagine there will be a nice amount of crimson in Schulmeyer Arena tonight. A place you have been before, TJ, but never to support the Sooners, as we have learned. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. You've been over there. And to it has root been probably, uh, it has been 30 plus years. You uh, lived in Fort. We grew up in Fort Worth. You live in Fort Worth. You go down there multiple times a year, but you've never. I mean, not, uh, Arlington. I'm sorry. Right. But Fort Worth, just a hop and a skip and a jump, a stone's throw away. Many people say yeah. nine iron. You could say that. Uh, you've never gone down there to support the Sooners. Are you going tonight? Uh, I will not be there tonight. I'll be watching oh. on the uh, television. Huh. Now, why aren't you going tonight? Well, it's uh, hmm. it's Wednesday. You don't want to. And at 7 o'clock, I've got a haircut appointment. There we go, ladies and I'll and make gentlemen. it home by 8 to watch there the game. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, uh, obviously, you can't go tonight. You have a haircut appointment. <laughs> exactly right. We are so screwed in the SEC, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was there Saturday. Get off my back. With your free tickets? My free tickets. When's the last time you paid to go to an OU game? Um, well, last year, and I pay for every baseball game. I got season tickets to baseball. That's true. Uh, basketball would have been last year. Football. You bought a been. ticket to basketball last year? Yeah, I don't remember which game, but I have football. No, don't even try it. It would have been a couple of years ago. Hmm. Back when they used to still listen, sell them on the street, so maybe three years ago. Hey, listen, on behalf of Joe Castiglione and the entire athletic department, <laughs> thank you so much. Hey. Thank you so much <laughs> for all the money that you are putting into the program to help out the efforts. Look, we the tickets it. that I use come from uh, the same money. So, hmm. All right. Very yeah. good. Well, hey, man, I hope you get a good haircut tonight while the boys are down there toiling away on the road. I hope you well, get I'll be done haircut. with the haircut before the boys are uh, toiling away. Yeah, but they'll, so. be in, they'll be in pregame warm-ups and things sure. like that Absolutely while you're getting your haircut. So, Absolutely yeah. they will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 818, like quick it. break. Brian Estridge joins us live at the bottom of the hour. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. RK Blatt brings you this hour. Office Technology Solutions right here in Oklahoma and in Kansas, helping your business out there with copiers, fax, printers, scanners, network solutions, and so much more. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. 
Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Casey Thompson is older than Parker Thune. For sure. That's true. That's yeah, without a doubt. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. John, that is uh, uh, McMahon. What's uh, McMahon's first name? Your friend. Ed. Uh, not Ed. Uh, Vince. <laughs> no. Uh, Cecilia and the Satellite is the name oh, of the song. Oh, Andrew. Andrew McMahon, yeah. Yeah. Someone just That's asked me uh, what song my vacation that. buddy, That's Andrew right. McMahon. Uh, let's see here. Guys, uh, kick 235 days until kickoff, right around the corner. I think that was combating the uh, baseball one that was sent in earlier. They don't want us discussing the number of days until baseball season, apparently. <laughs> okay. Uh, Billy Carr, thank you. I've got your information here. Billy was, uh, what was he, third place in our Bowl Mania Challenge. Um, Aaron BK. Reza, if you're out there listening, you're the only one I have not heard from, so text me your information, address, uh, phone number, please, Aaron Reza. I haven't heard this game winner from the Bixby game on .TV last night, have you? I uh, have not. I know that young uh, Connor was heading up there Connor for Pasby? something. Yeah, so. You want to hear it real fast? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, so it says, end of the game, Bixby wins it in overtime. This is, uh, I guess, the dad of whoever was working with Connor last night posted that. Got no good. Brian Anthony with the rebound. Gets it over to Driver. Driver sends it over to Luke Fredrickson. Three-point shot here. Oh. And he drains it. Bixby takes the lead. Three-point advantage with five seconds left to go in overtime. I love it. Nice. Way to go, Very fellas. Good. Very good. Yeah. He gave a, uh, sounds like Connor gave a uh, Teddy like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, Son and I are going to Lawrence. First game ever there. Possible to get the spotter boards, Toby. I already promised him. Sorry. Oh, but I appreciate your dedication to supporting the Sooners. And I hope you have a great time in Lawrence. Guys, who is the coach complaining about the free throws at the top of the show? Darko, I wrote his name, Darko Rajakovic. It's the new Toronto Raptors coach. Rajakovic? It's a complete crap. Uh, Darko something. Darko. You had it right, I think. Rajakovic? Rajakovic? Yeah. Yeah. It's a complete crap. He has made... He's made the uh, he's made the wall, Teach. We will be hearing from Darko many times in the future. <laughs> it's a perfect, it's a perfect. Have a drop. nice day. Yeah, I was looking through these this morning. There's some of these I haven't played in a while, so to dust some off. Uh, we were talking earlier about the high school kid listening. Ramrod Sooner would like us to know he's a 35 year old dad doesn't miss a day. Boomer, 40 uh, year old dad here checking in. Boomer just dropped off my seven and five year old daughters at school. We listen every morning. Nice. Thank you, guys. Uh, Appreciate all of you. Bobby MBA, I'm in a hotel room right now. I had to download the app that has a fan last night. Slept with it at home, and the app worked great. Nice. Uh, T-Row is aging so quickly, he may not be able to stay up late enough to call games <laughs> next season. That's from Colorado sooner. <laughs> These 8 o'clock tips, These man. 8 o'clock's are rough, yeah, man. I know. Uh, maybe we could do that. We could be the first school ever to have a play-by-play guy for games that start during the day. <laughs> And a different one for games that start at night. This is how old I am. That national title game kicked off the other night at like 647, and I just kept telling myself the whole night, this is so nice. That 647 (laughs) kickoff was so nice. And then it ended like right at 10 o'clock. I'm like, this is beautiful. 
percentage chance you make it to the end of the OUTCU game? <laughs> 100% chance, oh, but really? uh, I'll be struggling uh, late in that second half probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, you guys are weak that need background noise to sleep. I never needed it. That's from OU Architect and apparently probably Kevin Henry too. Oh, I'm sure Kevin doesn't need anything. Yeah. Yeah. He can create the sound. I create of a fan the sound of a fan in my head, in own, and then I just in go his own to sleep. Brain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toby, the rhythm is going to get you. The rhythm is going to get you tonight. It's another Miami Sound Machine <laughs> reference. Second one in the show today. Thank you, uh, guys. My suggestion: don't do the rainforest or rain sounds uh, because then you'll have to go to the bathroom all night. That's already a thing. Uh, and yes, we do. I, I, well, I do. I know where the don't drink the Kool-Aid came from and uh bad situation so yeah thank you oh that is no Jonestown is, is that where it, where it from. comes from yes that's where it why came do we from. throw it around so flippantly <laughs> I don't know no we we use it as if it means I guess it is where it comes from huh yeah, I mean comes, we, we say it like as being a homer but yeah if that's where it comes from, I'm never going to use it again because that's a terrible reference. I don't think I used it the first place a texter did, but it comes from the Jonestown thing? I'm pretty sure that's where it's Probably coming from. Probably so. so. Yeah. I never thought about that. Oh, boy. Um, our friend Jim Jones, who I – Are you uh, telling me my Civil War reference was not right? That's not right. That's not right. Uh, this texter is asking where he can find tickets for the OU baseball at Globe Life. Um. I'm pretty sure that would – I don't think you can do it through Sooner Sports. You may check there, but I'm pretty sure it's the Rangers website you have to go through there. So go check it out and find it on the Rangers team website, I think, is where they would have it there. Um, Definitely on uh, on the Rangers team website or the Globe Life website. Let me see if you go to the OU schedule. I'm sure Shriners probably it, – it's the Shriners Children's Classic, right, or whatever it is. They've got to have a, a site, too, with a ticket link, I would think. Um. Yeah, I don't see a ticket link on the OU website. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, definitely the Texas Rangers website, though. We'll have it. Yeah, it's the Shriners Children's College Baseball Showdown. February 16, season opener, 3 o'clock, Oregon. Hey, uh, Teddy and Tyler, congratulations. Friday, February 16th. You're off at 2.30. Or do they still have to do it for the uh, rest of the network? Uh, Yeah, the rest of the network. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, unless sorry, the guys. rest of the network's carrying the game, so we'll see. Uh, Mrs. Love has a lot of information here. Was driving when you guys were talking about Casey Thompson, so I couldn't text. He is not with the team yet. He just hmm. arrived back in Florida from London. He's packing up to head to his next destination. An announcement of that destination should come by the end of the week. It is expected to be OU. How about that? That's breaking. TJ, uh, who brings us our breaking news? uh, Wagner's Heating heating and Air uh, brings us our breaking news. Uh, Mrs. Love, obviously, Casey Thompson's travel agent, apparently. Chris Plank makes a good point. I was assuming that Ted would work on a Friday. That is a major (laughs) assumption. Well, my right now he does. It's Wednesday. Whoever does the off, show so. that Friday, yeah. uh, maybe you get off at 2.30. We'll see. <laughs> All right, we need a break. We're going live to uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Visit with our buddy Brian Estridge, play-by-play voice of the Frogs next. Back after this. 
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Zoomers and Frogs coming up tonight in Fort Worth, and we are joined now by the voice of the Frogs, Brian Estridge. He'll be on the call tonight, TCU Radio Network. Good morning, Brian. I was sitting here thinking, I was talking with Jamie Dixon this week about his favorite television show as a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he was a child actor, right? You know, he was in several commercials as a kiddo. Uh, I think I vaguely remember hearing yeah. about this in the past. Yeah, he was in a he was in a Volvo commercial. He was in a Life cereal commercial. He was in a Rice Krispies commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was in one for Mattel back in the day, and it was a it was a, it was a gun that looked like an aircraft carrier. Okay. Okay. Right. And it had a and you would you would cock the the um, the airplane on the aircraft carrier back. You know, fire the gun and the air. Interesting. And the, and the plane would take off. Uh-huh. And uh, I watched the commercial the other night, and it looks like the plane must go two hundred yards. And he told me it went about four feet. <laughs> yeah, you just know? did a nose dive off the yes. end of the carrier. He said, yeah. he, he said, as we're shooting it, he said, literally, it would go four feet and go straight down to the ground. But the way they shot it, it looked like it went two hundred yards. And I'm sure, as a kid, I was watching mm-hmm. Sigmund and the Sea Monster or Flipper or something, and went, I gotta get that. Yeah, you know? for sure. That sounds like a so. Big I kind of blamed you know, and my parents didn't have a lot of money. I blamed. I said, you know, I, I probably missed a meal because you know my parents had to save up to buy that silly thing for me, and I blamed Jamie Dixon for it because he's I a it was part of go- the Hollywood elite that's deceiving all of exactly. us. Exactly. I thought well, it was going to go two hundred yeah. yards. So. What was your favorite show growing up? You know, we talked about that on the show because those were two that I brought up. Uh, but my favorite show. See, I'm older than you, so it's you know you're, you're not you're, much. You're, How you know, old are you? I lo- I, I'm fifty three. Okay. Yeah, see, <laughs> we're close. We're yeah. close. Uh, I'm fifty. Okay, I I loved Emergency. Mm. Do you remember that show? I do. Yes, I didn't watch it a lot, but I, I do. Emergency, yeah. which is ironic because I'm talking to Jamie Dixon about this, and he grew up in Los Angeles, and it was shot in his neighborhood. He said we. He said the the uh, the doctor at Rampart, the hospital, his twin sons went to school with him, and they would watch the show, and they would be like, "Oh, there's where we play little league. Oh, there's the high school," you know. It was all shot in there. Do you still like all the hospital shows? You know all that. No, uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know huh. why I liked Emergency. You know, I was always fascinated with. I still like fire trucks. Do you like I, fire we trucks? were. Uh, you know, I, I like it when something's on fire. Sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I think they look cool. Well, they do look cool. That's right. I, I was a big Andy Griffith show guy. I love Andy Griffith. I've seen every one of them. Dad yeah. had them all recorded on VHS tapes, yes. and we just would watch them, even if it wasn't on. So. Oh, it's it's terrific, yeah. man. You well, that's all the time we have, Brian. Okay, Thanks for thank joining you. us, man. Hey, it's great to, to have you, you on. Next time, your favorite cereal. <laughs> uh, man, on behalf of everyone uh, not named Kansas in the conference, I'm so sorry about Saturday. Yeah, that was brutal. Was, you knew it was going to happen, Toby. Come on. Well, I, mean, I wasn't shocked. It was. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Allen Fieldhouse. Come on. What did you I, think I, about yeah, all that? I, uh, you know, I, I kind of summed it up. Uh, I don't, I'm not a huge social media guy, as you know. I'm only there to touch. And I uh, I did post something on social after the the day after the game. I kind of let it all soak in. And I said on social, I said, hey, I'm going to say something that I thought I would never say. And that is, I miss John Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> and I just left it at that, you know? I didn't think I would ever say that. Oh, you know, I mean... Yeah, and, and I think Jamie's done a really nice job of taking the high road and saying, listen, we got out-rebounded, we got to be better. 
you know, you, you don't put yourself in those situations, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, let's face it, for the, the, the final three minutes of that game, no call went the Frogs away. Now, maybe they didn't deserve them. I don't know. Uh, but you could make a case of, you know, like last night, uh, did you watch the Iowa State-Houston game? Sure, yeah. Did you see the guy get thrown down? Yeah. Late in the game, gets thrown down yeah. by the Houston player? Did yeah. they look at the – did, did Ray Natalie was calling that game? Did he go look at the monitor? No, it, it gave him a flagrant one, but it should have been a flagrant two. I it think, should have been a flagrant, so. but they didn't even go to the monitor. Mm-mm. Well, he, here's the thing. This – this foul was not even called, Mm-mm. and they went and looked at the monitor, and then called the flagrant one on TCU. Yeah, so it just feels like there's, you know, I, I it feels like it feels like a missed opportunity. And then you know, you know, did Dickinson walk at the end? I don't, you know, some people talk about that too that he traveled on the made bucket. But here's what I think we know. Here's what I th- do think we know. I think we know Kansas is good. Um, I think we think TCU might be okay as well to be able to go into Allen Fieldhouse and play that way. Yeah. Well, tell me more about that. I mean, because really, you look at the non-con, and yeah. it's hard to measure exactly how it good is. they are. So you tell me, how good is this TCU team? I, you know, I, I think they can be pretty good. I think they're the deepest team that Jamie Dixon's had. You know, I've been here 25 years. I think it's the deepest team I've seen here at TCU. Um, you know, they, they've got three guards that they're trying to grow into the system, and all three of them had a shooter's mentality. Avery Anderson, who you know from Oklahoma State, Jameer Nelson Jr.'s dad played in the league, uh, and then Trey Tennyson. All of those three came from places that needed them to score. I think I think uh, Avery averaged 15 against Oklahoma in his games mm-hmm. uh, in years past against him. You know, Jameer Nelson was a 20-plus point scorer. Trey Tennyson led uh, Corpus and uh, Corpus Christi in scoring. They were all meant to score. Well, in Jamie Dif- D- Dixon's offense, he 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 wants a distributor first. And so they've all kind of had to change their mentality and, le- and learn how to do that. And so I think that's been a little bit of the process, if you will. I don't mean to sound like Jason Garrett. Uh, but but I think that process is starting to pay off now. I think you're starting to see that occur. Um, I, I think you, you're starting to see a, a team that's high in the league in assists. Uh, you're, you're, you see a team that uh, obviously loves to get out of the fast break. And when they're on the fast break, they distribute it nicely. They, uh, they, they love to share the basketball. Um, so I, I think in that regard, you, you've got a you, you've got a really good chance. You got a, a rim protector in Ernest Duday, who's not really a scorer, the transfer from Kansas. Um, uh, you know, and you've got really three guys at that five spot who can who can help you. Uh, your wing players have been good. Emmanuel Miller's been good. Micah Peavy's been the best he's been. You know, I, I think Bill Self called him the best fast break player in the country. Hmm. Um, and, and then you have those those three guards now. What you're missing right now is Jacoby Coles, who you know, who played here last year, who can who can be a really good player, who started out really good, but he's been bothered by um, a foot injury. And so we didn't see him in the last game against Kansas. Don't know if he's going to go tonight against Oklahoma. So all that being said, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good team. You're, you're right, though. They didn't really play a tough schedule. They lost to Clemson. They beat Georgetown on the road. They lost a tough game uh, in Hawaii to Nevada. Won two out of three in a tournament there. Uh, beat Arizona State at Dickies, um, but but other than that, it was you know we got a ring for winning the SWAC. Uh, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. What about defensively? Turned Kansas over eighteen times yeah. on Saturday. How good yeah. are they defensively? I, I think they're pretty good. They're they're, they're long, they're fast, uh, they got quick hands. They're they they're aggressive. You know, being deep allows you to be a little more um, to take a few more risks. I think so because of that. I, I think they're pretty good defensively. Uh, yet, and, and that also, by the way, spurs on the fast break, as you know. People say, "Oh, why do they run?" Well, runs, running starts with defense. 
you know, it's 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 hard to run when you're taking the ball out of the basket. So, you know, I, I think in that regard, I, I think that defensively they're pretty solid. You know, last year TCU had Mike Miles. They had a guy that could go for 20, 25, 30 on any given night, certainly late in the game. He was the guy that was going to take the big shot. I feel like every Big 12 game goes right to the wire. Manuel Miller's your leading scorer, but sometimes it's kind of hard for a forward to fill that role. So who's the guy? Who's the go-to guy on this team? That's a great question. You know, Miller kind of has been, even though at the at, at the four, as you say, it's hard to do. He hit the game winner against uh, Georgetown, a three-pointer at the buzzer that won it for him on the road. And, and, you know, so he's probably in that mix, to be honest with you. Jameer Nelson got the last shot against Kansas. Um, that was a play, the same play that the Emmanuel Miller scored on with a, with a little variation off of it. I think they're comfortable with, with really Nelson or Trey Tennyson, who may, who's a terrific shooter. You're just going to like his stroke, Toby. I've seen your stroke, and it's really right. good. Yeah, but, and you. Trey's is right there with it, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. it is. it just comes off his hand perfect every time. So I think they would be comfortable with him. Once Jacoby Coles gets back, um, it, it, you know, he'll kind of be that guy, even as a, even as a 3-4. I mean, he, he's a guy that they trust, and he's made some big shots, uh, you know, in years past. So, yeah, I, I don't think there is one singular guy like you had with Mike Miles. I think it, it would be by committee, but I, I think there's a lot of trust in this group and uh, a lot of confidence in him, though. Is your um, impression so far, this is a TCU team that is in the hunt for the conference title? Is it a TCU team that is a borderline NCAA tournament team? Where do you think they are? I, I think it's a tournament team. I do think it's a tournament. Now, winning the conference title, um, that's hard to do, man. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just really hard, especially when you you know you, you see what happens in Allen Fieldhouse. Um, you, it's it's just really hard to do. So I, I don't I don't know if they're the, you know I don't know if they're the best team in the league. I think they're one of the best. How does that? It, it, it yeah. sounds like a cop out. I know, but I think they're an upper division finisher. It's hard really to know do. yet. Yeah. I think there's. We're talking this morning. I, there's about ten teams. Yes. Like I think Kansas and Houston are really good, legit Final Four caliber teams. Right. There's two or three teams that I. I I think are probably at the bottom of the league. And then there's about 10 teams in the middle that are all kind of where Oklahoma and TCU are, which is, I think they're pretty good, but until we, until we start beating each other up, it's a little, a little hard to tell. I don't know how how much we'll let. Yeah, go ahead. How good is Cincinnati? How good is BYU? I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how much you've watched Oklahoma and we'll let you go on this, but do you have in your mind what's going to be important for the frogs tonight? Yeah. uh, Because, because Oklahoma has gotten so athletic. It was so much more athletic than they were last year. Uh, you know, I, I think that's what really stands out. I, I think what has to happen is TCU's got to be really good in the half court. They've got to be efficient in the half court. Yeah, because I, I, th- I think they'll be able to run. And, and I think Oklahoma will run with them some. I, I really do. Uh, but I think in the half court, TCU's got to get good shots and they've got to make them. Uh, you know, and, and, if, and if, they, if, if they can't do that, if they, if they allow that athleticism of Oklahoma to really kind of disrupt them, then I, then I think it's going to be a long, long day. We don't come to your place, do we, this year? No, uh-uh. No, you're done traveling to Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, unless you come visit me, which I could easily do. I mean, again, you know, I don't know why I wouldn't. I will not let the move to the SEC keep us apart. Brian, please don't please. I promise. We'll we'll see you somehow. Always. It's by, you know what, or high water. We'll see each other somehow. Exactly. You know what? And I know what? Yeah. You know what? I'll see you tonight. Thank you for your time this morning. Okay, brother. Call me if you need me. All right. Brian Estridge, voice of the Horned Frogs. We'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up the show next.
This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It's time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Oh, sorry, you're back. I had you on the wrong channel. All right, we go from Fort Worth to Manhattan <laughs> now. <laughs> Chris, a lot of technical stuff going on I today. I did an amazing introduction to Chris All Plank. Right. You didn't need to hear it. Chris Plank, good morning. How are you, sir? I, I think I'm part of the problem because now this is two days in a row, T-Row, where we have had to come to you live from the Goldsby slash Washington studios of the Plank oh. Show. So I'm, You're I'm not causing in some problems. We uh, leave at... One thirty ish, two o'clock. So game, we had to game day travel. Game day, day of game travel. That's right, baby. Let's go. Hang on Let's a second. Go. You're go leaving ahead. at two o'clock for a game that tips at six. That's my understanding. Whew. That's awesome, right? dude. Yeah, that is, I mean, isn't it? As long as the flight's on time and everything. That's well, dangerous, you got to remember. Awesome. I, I'm a little bit of a of a bad luck charm on the travel side of things. Uh, no. On at least on at least two of the trips that I've gone on, uh, we've had to end up bussing back. One of them because of severe weather, and one because the plane left us. Oh. So you know, f- fingers crossed tonight. This thing doesn't been, go into like, like quintuple overtime. Yeah, but they won at BYU, and you got That's back. Right. It was a bumpy bumpy ride back, but you made it. So, oh my gosh. what bumpy do I need back. to know about K State other than they've got a great post player? Oh my gosh, Aoka Lee. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I was joking about not being let back on a trip. You, you know, the only road trip that I made that season two years ago was to Manhattan when Aoka Lee put up 61 points. Yeah. Um, but they, they let me back. They let me back on, Tiro. That is good. There's a, you know, there's a really cool story in what's going on at Kansas State right now um, because Jeff Mitty's done a really good job. They're 15-1 and one on the season. Uh, Aoka Lee back after her, you know, challenging season, but they're old. They're, they're, they're old. Uh, and Aoka Lee and former Oklahoma Sooner, Oklahoma Gatorade, a high school player of the year from Holland Hall, Gabby Gregory. I think she's in her final season, but who really knows anymore? There's no way. Uh, no. And then it's a, yeah. And then there's a bunch of juniors. You know, they've got the Glenn sisters. They've got, uh, Serena Sundle, who's been there for what seems like ever. So they go, uh, senior, senior, junior, junior, junior. And then off the bench, they go senior, senior, senior. So they're, they're really experienced. And, you know, Oklahoma, to its credit, is pretty experienced, too. Um, this, to me, is going to be a fun one. You know, I, I, I told you how fun it's been to see what Oklahoma has developed in Landry Allen and what Kirsten Johnson did at, at BYU. And those might be two of the more, you know, physical bigs that BYU had last week. And now, now you're dealing with Aoka Lee, who might just be all around the most talented big in this league. So uh, I, I think it's going to be fun. I'm intrigued to see how, you know, Coach Baranchek, and remember, after they gave up 61, when Kansas State came to Norman, they beat them. Uh, Oklahoma beat them. So it's, um, it, it's going to be a fun night. I'm really excited about it. They get pretty good women's basketball crowds inside the, the Bramlage. Still called the Bramlage, right, T-Row? We haven't had a yeah. name change there. 
Yeah, uh, Bramlage, yeah, Bramlage Coliseum, the Octagon of Doom. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So it's good. Kansas State. Um, Kansas State is. Um, they they won nine in a row, so they're coming into tonight's game smoking hot. They're off to a great start this season, so I'm fired up about it. Hey, I had to share one funny story for with you from BYU because I heard the texture that talked about wanting to get your spotter boards in yeah. the Kansas game. So um, I just just for fans, I don't do these elaborate spotter boards for basketball. You know, I've got these. I call it the boxes. You know, I've created boxes. It's got their names on it. And I don't even print it on the fancy paper. I just print it on regular, you know, I guess what you would say is copier paper. And some dude uh, hit me up on Twitter. He's like, hey, I'd love to have your spotter boards from the BYU game. And I was like, nice. Yeah, it's great, right? Don't get me wrong, but you have really set the bar very high on this, Toby. (laughs) Uh, I just, I want to make sure that you're very aware of it. And and I apologize to that guy because as he texted me after, he's like, man, I really appreciate it. The paper thingies, and the only thing I could reply was, Toby's are much better. I just want to make that very clear. Mine for basketball, and I don't use it for softball. I would love to have some of your paper thingies, Chris. I would love to <laughs> put them. Thingies, I would right? love to put them in my my uh, spotter board museum that I uh, that I have here. So now I, I will say, if it was, I would probably adopt your system. I think I because you keep like numbers, right? You keep fouls and everything. You don't count no. on the computer, do you? All right. No. Uh. Uh-uh. See, I, I'm too a little reliant on technology, I think, when it comes to my, my basketball broadcast. So I just wanted to apologize to that person and say, don't let my spotter paper thingies be an indication of how amazing getting a spotter board from Toby is for any Stop sport. A right, uh, little uh, synergy b- between us tonight to help each other out you a little it. bit, maybe? Got okay. You. There you Tell go. me what I'll you need and I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. I'll hit you up later. Have a good show, Chris. That's good. Have and a great safe trip. travel. Thank you. Safe travels. We're going to head down to a Fort Worth here soon as well. Pre-game tonight for us, 7.30. Game tips just after 8 o'clock. Thanks to Brian Estridge for joining us today. You find folks for listening as well. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.